What makes life worth living here on earth so that by the time our lives ended, we'd know that we had loved enough, contributed enough, and lived our best life? Within our 13.8 billion year story, we can see where we come from, where we are now, and get a sense and understanding of where we could be going. With the advancement of technology and the influence of climate change, combined with economic shifts and changes, plus so much more that's affecting the way that we live today. If you were given an opportunity to create a whole new paradigm, one that held your most important and sacred values, what would those values be? Let's find out what people all over the world are doing to shape the future and the new world they'd like to live into. I'm T-Bird Love, and I'd like to welcome you to New World Voices. This is a podcast of global voices offering skills, tools, and leadership for a sustainable co-creative society based on eco-responsibility and human connection. Hello and welcome to New World Voices, everyone. I'm T-Bird Love. I am your host. And today we have a really inspiring gentleman here sitting on my couch who... I've had the privilege of knowing, I don't know, maybe kind of two years going on, something like that. Very inspiring person. His name is Pere Marced Barachina, and he is the founder of Fractal Change. He's got over 17 years experience working with plant medicines. He's also driven to help others grow to change for a better world, and I'm really excited to hear about what that new world looks like. You know, he's created and led a lot of workshops, various coaching programs, really all over the world, particularly here in Shanghai, Beijing, also in Barcelona. Um, he's got a background also in Amazonian emotional process, emotional breathing process, and ecstatic dance. I'm really excited to kind of talk about more of what his work is. He's the uh, founder of, as I mentioned, Fractal Change and what that kind of means and how he's shaping the new world before us. Um, so let's kind of hop right into it. Hello, Pere. Welcome. Hello, Tiberth. I'm very happy you're here. Happy, happy to be here. Too. <laughs> You're very inspiring, and I don't even want to say interesting, like eclectic and kind of all motivating person. I think if that makes any sense. I mean, I heard about you uh, through the grapevine here, probably even a year before I actually got to meet you. Uh, how you've helped a lot of our friends in our community. How you kind of in many ways, and now that I get to know you and talk to you, really symbolize this kind of steady rock in the community. Um, <laughs> and um, I just feel really honored that I get to have this moment here to kind of talk to you a little bit about the new world, the work you're doing, and why you're doing this work. So why don't you just kind of introduce yourself a little bit and talk a little bit about who you are, your background, what you're doing with Fractal Change, and we'll kind of open it up to what's happening next in the world. Wow. Well, thank you. Thank you for the opportunity to be here and thank you for sharing this moment. So, who I am? Well, I, I well, as, as you said before, my name is Pera, uh, Pera Marcet Barracina. Uh, I'm Catalan, I'm from Barcelona. And I don't like labels, no? but I think sometimes we need to label ourselves. Mm -hmm. And when I label myself, uh, I say I'm a change agent. Mm -hmm. I help people and organizations to change. Mm -hmm. And to create uh, this change, I, I use different tools. No? I use tools that uh, use movement, tools that use uh, breath work, 
and close it up with a degree of plant medicine. Mm-hmm. You know, um, so movement was, uh, we, we run uh, ecstatic dance, so we work with ecstatic dance. Uh, we have a workshop called Emotional Breathing Process, uh, which is uh, through hyperventilation, you reach an altered state of consciousness, and then there's some transformation there. And as I said, we, we work uh, with different plant uh, medicines. No? For me, at the end, uh, the thing is what you're trying to do is to accomplish a mission. You know, all of these are tools, but what helps is to, to help people to change and basically to help people. Mm-hmm. And when you talk about change, you know, that's kind of a, a big word, you know, like to help people change. Um, what does that mean in terms of change to you, to help people change, to go from what to what specifically? I think for me, first of all, I believe change is, is resilient, but at the same time is inevitable. Mm-hmm. So what I mean change for me? For me, change is more like a reconnection. Mm-hmm. What we are trying to help people is to to connect with themselves. You know? um, because... Uh, from my experience, what I perceive or what I experience, mm-hmm. you know, because at the end, I'm not helping no one to go through a process that I haven't experienced before. Mm-hmm. So for me, pers- my personal experience was I was so disconnected mm-hmm. from myself, you know. So following a program that's what, that was making me so unhappy, so just so self-destructive. So it, it's what I realized, no? I think. When I got more aware, I could I could change myself. You know? when I was more connected with myself, I could have I, I was more free and I could have more, more leadership in my life. So is is what basically what we are trying to do. Mm-hmm. It's just to, we try to create awareness mm-hmm. to people. We try to help them to connect with themselves, and afterwards, uh, with this new awareness, they are more free to make their own decisions based on what they really need. Mm-hmm. I really love. How you said, you know, change to me is about reconnecting. That is so powerful because when I look at it, you know, a lot of times when we have this awareness, it's like, wow, I actually, you know, when we kind of get online with what's actually happening within us that might be preventing us from being connected to ourselves, we can then say, let me address these things so that I can reconnect to myself, which requires changing habits our mindsets, sometimes relationships, sometimes environments, but helping people to really, I would say, and what we're doing and what I've seen you do, particularly in our community, is helping people really connect to who they really are, like who they really are at the essence of themselves, not just what they think they are because of conditionings or, like you said, programs of being plugged into the matrix, so to speak, but to the essence of who they are and to really be able to do that. Um, I'm wondering because, I mean, you've had so much experience, even, you know, your life before you started doing all of this work for quite a long time, actually, but you said that, you know, you had been working in the corporate world for a long time. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, I'd love for you to kind of touch on like who you were then and what happened. Um, You said, you know, was getting tired of this but what was the thing that actually got you to change and to move into this sort of process of helping other people transition into change and why that's important like what do you see sort of the 
from going from the moment you realize something's got to happen in my life. I, I, I'm done with this version. I might not know what the next one looks like or I long for this next one, but how do you actually get them over into the transition? And when did that happen to you personally? Like, what was it? What was that breaking ground? Well, I think it was a journey, you know, and I think it was a natural transition in many ways, no? I think, again, I, initially I was following a pattern, no? When I was in the corporate world, being Patrick Bateman, no? Being American psycho. So... The thing is, when I understood, when I connected with myself, the change was inevitable. Because from my point of view, when there's internal change, by force is external change. You know? and so, um, for me, the big, one of the big, how to say, the, one of the biggest moments was when I understood my mission, my purpose. Mm -hmm. I changed everything. Mm -hmm. Now, they say this thing, you know, that the two most important moments in, the, in a human's life is the day that is, that is born, and the second is the day that he knows or she knows why. Mm -hmm. So for me, that would change everything. Well, how did that happen? How did you know? Well, I, uh, I've been working with plant medicine for many years, mm -hmm. and through different sessions, it was, it was a moment. It was kind of succession of situations that made me understand mm -hmm. you know, why. Mm -hmm. And that changed everything, because... Then what I understood that I, I was so focused in the outside mm -hmm. instead of being focused in the inside. And the, what happened is the, the outside was just tools. And I was focusing my attention in the tools. I said, focusing my attention in my core, my essence. So right now, since I understood my mission, then what I do is I use all the tools that I, that I had and I have mm -hmm. to accomplish that mission. No? Uh, uh, for me, there's... You know, I've been incorporating many years, I, I do different things, but they still, you know, I don't reject that life, mm -hmm. you know, like, I was a bit lost working for those companies, but at the same time, those tools, they help me mm -hmm. right now, no, in, in, in a different, in a different way, no, and, yeah, I think maybe the transition was maybe seven years ago, mm -hmm. that is when, because uh, I've been working with Plan Medicine about like 17, 18 years already, but the transition maybe was seven years ago, mm -hmm. so it was just when I just quit my corporate job and say, I need to focus my, 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 my life in a different way. It was about, for me it's about like, instead of just looking for this out, outside, like being really nice and all this security. And what, what sounds cool about, you know, in terms of, so you were on this journey for about 17 years of just like, I'm going to look at myself. Um, realizing okay there's been a moment where you look you were looking on the outside of yourself which I think is kind of the normal way that most of us have been introduced to the world and then we kind of at some point we get a moment where we're like mm, it's not really working for us anymore and then we go on this kind of journey you said journey um, and you also said I don't reject that part of me which is part of what I you know I'll bring us back what do you see now that you've had that moment in time where you realize, okay, something has to change and how you help other people move through that transition? And something that really sticks out for me is you said, you don't reject that outside world. You've learned how to integrate it. And that is so powerful because, you know, to me, it's not about rejecting. It's about integrating as well as, you know, maybe not solely identifying with only one aspect of something, but like transcending the things that don't work, but including them and how you use now the thing that helped you get there as part of the vehicle to help others get there. 
which is the plant medicine. So I love how you talk about integrate. Can you talk a little bit more about that into the audience in terms of like, you know, you can't really reject what you have, but you can integrate what you learn. Yeah, because I think for, for me, what I understood is acceptance is key. You know, I think one of the things or one of the, the one of the most common things that I find in a lot of people that comes to me is is this like disconnect disconnected or I don't know, an acceptance from parts from themselves. So for me, one of the the game changers that happened inside of myself is when I accepted my wholeness, mm. my darks, my lights, <laughs> and I embrace them. Mm-hmm. You know, because that's the thing. You know, then is from when you stop fighting with yourself, and then you just because even your dark side, the most dark part of yourself, mm-hmm. can become a really powerful tool in a specific moment. Mm-hmm. Because if you're in your house, you know, because until you don't accept that you can be a healer, but at the same time you can be a killer, mm-hmm. you know, you're not complete because it depends on the circumstance you can become a killer. You know, mm-hmm. doesn't mean that I won't be. Yeah. If I'm with my family in my house and somebody breaks with a knife and I have a knife in my hand, <laughs> my family is first. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. But if I'm not aware, if I'm not like conscious of that side, mm-hmm. you know, I can save the, the life of my family. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's for me, what, what, that was, that's what I find in a lot of people and I find in myself also, no? Because it's like, no, 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 I'm, I'm just a nice guy. Yeah. No, no, no. Mm-hmm. I can be a really, really, really bad motherfucker. Sorry for the, for the language. No worries. So that's the thing, no? I think um, I was reading this book from this guy, uh, Teaching a Hat, you know, yeah. the, yep. this Vietnamese monk, uh, it's very famous in mindfulness, no? And he has a book that says, No, no Mat, No Lotus. Mm-hmm. Basically, what he talks is about the thing is, you know, we have inside of ourselves this anger, this resentment. And he said, no, no, we, we, the people want to get rid of this very mm-hmm. fast, extremely mm-hmm. fast. No, we don't want this. I, I don't want this in my life. And what he says, no, 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 we need to embrace, you know? Because mm-hmm. he said, from the darkest mud, it, it grows the most beautiful flower lotus of joy. Mm-hmm. And for me, it's about transformation, mm-hmm. you know? I think people are like, no, I, I, I regret this, or I regret that, or I'm ashamed of this. You know, all of these mistakes... They are awesome opportunities to learn. Mm-hmm. And the problem is, if you don't acknowledge them, if you don't want to learn from that, you're gonna keep repeating it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The thing is, you know, you know, just you make mistakes. You're human. You're humans. But the thing is, learn from that. Mm-hmm. Become a better you. Mm-hmm. So for me, that's that's, or personally, that was one of the things, mm-hmm. or is what I believe. Integration is key. I love that because, you know, when you bring that aspect of, you know. From the darkest mud comes, grows out this the most beautiful flower, is it does two things. One, it takes the edge off of thinking that we need to be perfect and reject a part of ourselves, you know, um, in terms of, oh, I don't want to feel that, I don't want to feel this. But to have the opportunity to actually grow from that and use it and turn it into something else to help us grow into something else. Um, like wisdom, you know, uh, to be more conscious about how you know, to utilize, say, for example, anger, you know, I know for me, um, when I get angry, uh, sometimes it's very useful. It's a very useful thing. Like 
if you think about it, sometimes anger can get us to move our asses, you know, like, boom, all of a sudden, we ain't no more talking about it, like shit is in action, right? Um, and it can get us to move. I think the thing is, it's hanging out there for long periods of time, then it doesn't become healthy. But just the ability to be able to own it and embrace it and express it and to value it for what it is, but not make it our whole world is, is, is really important. Um, so thank you for sharing that. And this is like, the perfect transition because now that you're saying like integration helps with transitioning so that we can transform I'm really curious about you know I know that you have a son and you you know you have a beautiful family and so what is your vision you know of the new world in some ways the future we're stepping into and if more and more people had the ability to embrace transition, embrace change in a much more integrated way as opposed to resistant way, I mean, that seems like the kind of work exactly what you're doing. What does that world look like? I think for me, I think there's two things. There's the, the wall I believe needs to be, you know, and the wall that we are going, you know. Um, I see, uh, I see big polarities, mm-hmm. right, from my point of view, you know? I, I see big disconnection and big connection. So I don't want to enter into this good or bad, no? Um, um, I think maybe it's the beauty of the world, these polarities, you know? I, I don't know. At the same time, I believe what needs the world is awareness. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, for, for example, uh, I... I I had a, a moment, I watched a documentary called Chasing Coral, mm-hmm. and it was really like, it was showing me the rate of the, the, the corals in the ocean that are dying, mm-hmm. like, like, like for example, I think this year, the 50% of the Australian reef is, is dying, you know, like, yeah. it's really fast, no? And it really touched me, you know, it was like, and I was kind of intelligent, like, connecting with me, it's like, what can I do? Mm-hmm. You know, and it was, if I go there, the, to the uh, Australian coral reef, I cannot do anything. You know, first of all, I'm not a scientist from like corals or anything like this. So what I understood is to he- to change that, I need to help people mm-hmm. that they are change. You know, like or like how to say, uh, like uh, key players. Mm-hmm. So that's a big thing. A big, a, 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 a big the thing that I see uh, that we need. We need like like uh, key players with awareness. Mm-hmm. You know, because with this new awareness, you know, they can take different kind of actions. Mm-hmm. So it's sort of like you're choosing to work with key players so that they can influence their key players so that we can take action around things and what they're good at. Like, you don't have to be the scientist. You're the person that helps people gain, gain awareness so that they can make hopefully healthier choices about things um, while they do their science thing or their you know development thing or their creative artistic thing no matter what it is but whoever the key players are the more awareness they have sounds like it also influences other people's awareness but for me from my point of view then it's, it's not only awareness mm-hmm. you know because the thing is awareness by itself doesn't do anything uh-huh. you know which is oh yeah i'm aware of this thing but the thing is for me the important is the action mm-hmm. so the thing is create awareness plus helping them to implement this awareness. Mm-hmm. 
because again, no awareness by awareness, no, it's just it's just awareness. It's just awareness. It's like I'm aware. Great. But <laughs> that's great that you're aware, but what are you actually doing with that awareness? Um, and so uh, a lot of the people that you tend to work with are kind of key players, right? Like who who are your audience? You you work with mostly what, corporate environment people, kind of a mixture? We, we work with many kind of people because uh-huh. we have different programs. And I think I think it's important that our, how to say, our range is wide. Mm-hmm. You know, I think we welcome people because the purpose is to help. Mm-hmm. You know, we don't want to just help elites. Or just, no, we, we help any, anyway. We help with people with different situations, mm-hmm. included uh, key players. So we work with people that they have anxiety, depression, work uh, with people that they have addiction problems. Mm-hmm. Uh, we work with uh, veterans mm-hmm. from Iraq that they have PTSD. Mm-hmm. So we also work with people that they are in the process of sex self-exploration. Just, mm-hmm. you know, something, uh, no, nothing wrong, nothing major wrong, just want to learn more about themselves. Uh, people that are looking for a purpose or that they want to connect with their own purpose. You know? mm-hmm. There's, it comes people to us that they're healthy, they're, you know, young, looking, uh, no, no major problems, you know, mm-hmm. no like with traumas. But they just feel lost. Mm-hmm. They're doing these things uh, in their life, and they do, maybe they're lawyers because they're, they're the fifth generation of lawyers. Yeah. And then they keep doing, and they make good money, but they just say, well, I'm not, I don't know what, what I'm doing with my life, no? So we work also with, uh, with this, this kind of people. We also will work uh, with managers, we work with CEOs. Mm-hmm. We have a program specific that uh, we use plant medicine with uh, with them. Mm-hmm. Because I think that's that's also, a, I believe, this is important. You know, uh, how to change the companies. You know, how, how to, you need to change the companies, you need, to, you need to change the head of the company. Mm-hmm. Well, because right now, the influence of companies if you can change the mindset of uh, the CEO of Coca-Cola, mm-hmm. you know a lot of water resources are gonna be are gonna have impact. Mm-hmm. For example, no? yes, yes. So that's a bit the idea, no? Mm-hmm. It's to kind of help everyone. So um, take us through kind of like a journey. So we're helping people who, one, whether or not they're struggling with PTSD or addiction problems, or people who have a lot of gifts and talents but kind of want to get clear on their purpose. Uh, to people who've just come through a life crisis and want to get on their feet after depression, to people who, you know, um, really, I think, just being human, who want more out of their life. Mm -hmm. Take us through sort of like, how long would something like this take? Like, what's the process, the journey? Um, Is it different for everyone? What's the sort of suggestion? Like, how would somebody start? It's different for everyone, you mm-hmm. know, because everybody, everybody is a universe. Everybody has different background, different family history, different traumas. So it's more like walking a journey, mm-hmm. you know. And also, the the journey, the pace, you know, it's not decided by by us. It's decided by this person, no? Because mm-hmm. not everybody integrates in the same speed. You know, we have different tools and we combine them. Mm-hmm. You know? So, you know. Uh, we have a specific, uh, how to say, journey for, like, we have a program for corporate that is bridging the gap, and then has a specific time, mm-hmm. you know, this go three months, six months, one year, but depends, you know, this is not the thing that happens in just with one session, and yay, yeah, happy it's a forever, process. Mm-hmm. but some people, you know, it's just one year and a half, uh, 
steps, small. But again, no, this is a journey. Life is a journey with a constant change. You don't mm-hmm. have the same challenges at 20 that you have at 40 that you have at 60, you know? Mm-hmm. So, again, it's, it's, we walk journeys with people. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, this requires commitment. Mm-hmm. You know, because, you know, we I believe we, we provide solutions that mm-hmm. are effective, but they need, need will and they, they need work. Mm-hmm. You know? And... You know, we, we, we've usually the people that suffer more, they have they really want they work harder. Mm-hmm. But there's other people that they, they just they want shortcuts and they were just easy solutions. No, I want just happy pill doesn't exist. Mm-hmm. You know, happy pill usually is isn't finding a solution. Is um, is numbing your pain, and it's what from my point of view is Western pharmaceutical companies they do. Mm-hmm. They don't attack the cause, they attack the symptoms, mm-hmm. and they numb. Mm-hmm. You know? And it's keep going, painkiller, keep going, antidepressants, keep going. So I think what we try to do is work more in the core of the problem, mm-hmm. and this takes time. Mm-hmm. I, um, I love how you kind of go to the systemic root of, of the cause, um, because you know, bringing it back to just this new world, I'm imagining, because we've had a lot of conversation, just one, some of the key points that I take out of this is one, it takes time to grow and change. And everybody has their own time. And what feels beautiful about that is, you know, people integrate at different times, but they're also collaborating through it as opposed to something doing it for them. That helps them, I guess, it sounds like take responsibility so that they can be committed. Because you said you have to have the will, you have to be committed, right, in order to do that instead of a shortcut. And when I think about the world um, that we could be going towards, I mean, we're dealing with a lot of change, whether people want the change or not. We've got climate change, we've got economic shifts around the world, Um, you know, globalization, like huge amounts of technology, Um, coming on board and influencing how we relate to one another. So all of these things that are creating such rapid change um, can be extremely disruptive and scary for people. But when I listen to you and um, also witness from the work that you're doing in the community, it's like you're helping people embrace their own timing of change without allowing themselves sort of like to fall off the commitment sort of of rock there's like a stability there when we learn how to be in the process and integrate in these kind of things now are we am i am i am i touching on that point and if that is then in your eyes what would it look like if more people had access to approaching life transition crisis challenge in this way where they had more access to learning how to accept themselves, which is something you said, uh, be in the process, integrate, not reject. Uh, what what do you think that would do for us as humanity and some of the issues we're dealing with today? Yeah, but I think there's many things here. No, I think, I think personally, I believe also the system encourage this disconnection. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that's my personal opinion. I believe the system is interested in a highly high level of disconnection because when you are disconnected it's easier to manipulate 
when you live in your mind, from my point of view, it's easier for me to implant your ideas and necessities. When you are more aligned with yourself, you are more you you own yourself more in a way that it's dif more difficult to somebody to sell you bullshit and somebody implant you a necessity that you don't need. So that's the thing, no? And I think we started from that. But I think the inertia is, is going in that way, you know, because I think from a point of view, people are awaiting. But for me, this is transition. No? Is I think we need a more mature society. I think we live in the kid still. And, and then, for me, there's a big confusion about what means little freedom. Mm -hmm. People want to be free. Freedom means ah, I do whatever I want. And yes, mm -hmm. at the same time, from my point of view, freedom comes with two hands. No freedom, you can do whatever you want. But in the other hand, is accepting the responsibility. Mm -hmm. That's the that's the maturity piece you're talking about. Is Taking responsibility of the freedom that you have. Uh, I, right now, I can go and I can rob a bank if I want. Mm -hmm. Right. If I accept that, I can I can get caught and go to jail. Uh -huh. You know what I mean? Like, but I'm yeah. free to do that. Like, give me the money, right? But I have the money to run my whole life. <laughs> the problem is, from my point of view, many people do, they 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 want to do whatever they want, but they don't want to accept that. Mm -hmm. Oh no no no! For me, that's the key. Mm -hmm. The key is like. Oh, they cover the they cover their face. No, I'm not. I'm not here. You know. Yeah. So for me, that's the thing, and I believe it goes aligned with everything. No, I think no, we we want to burn the wall, but we don't want to accept the responsibility. We can burn the wall, but mm -hmm. there's a consequence afterwards. Mm -hmm. You know, we're we're not be able probably to to live. Mm -hmm. So if we are okay with that with that consequence, but I I believe we are not okay. Mm -hmm. So I think. Personally, I believe, again, no? it's about maturity. Mm -hmm. Well, I really love um, how your work brings in the maturity because it's a process. And the journey helps us grow up if we have the tools that allow us to integrate and find the value in the process. And not just, I'm aware, but like, wow, I'm so much more aware than I've ever been. And I also feel compelled to make healthier choices and take action about things that are important to me as an authentic me and version and knowing what's actually who I am, what's mine, and not something that I learned from the outside. Um, and also for me personally, also changing the pace. Mm -hmm. You know, I think everything has to go faster. We need to be fast. We have mm -hmm. everything fast. Fast, fast work where these 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 relationships. Mm -hmm. So for me, no, and I, I, I tell you know, people, people comes to me, you know, and I tell them, saying it's not a competition anymore. It's a gentle journey to yourself. Mm -hmm. It's like coming back home. Mm -hmm. you know, and, and that's the thing because if you go fast, you cannot truly appreciate the landscape. So it's about this, uh, you no know, appreciating the subtleties of yourself, connecting with this. You know these small details that exist in you. Mm -hmm. I have a friend that I, I, I believe he's a really wise guy, really wise guy. I really like him. We're, we're really good friends. And there's, and he told me the other day something that really smashed me. You no, know? it's like Pera, slow is fast, <laughs> and fast is a slow. Mm -hmm. And that simplicity just it kind of like in my head because it's totally like this you know like 
you fast, you don't do it well, you have to know, you have to repeat it. <laughs> you know what I mean? You do it, you know, like, there was this quote, no? Napoleon, I think it was, like, dress me slow, that I'm, I'm in a hurry, you know? <laughs> it, it's incredible. It's like being in that paradox, you know, um, and it's such a great example, you know, I exp it's funny, I mean, even here, like, right now, we're, we're sitting in Shanghai, and Sometimes there's a pattern of hurry up and build something really quick or try to scale really big because we're surrounded by a lot of incredible, um, gifted, talented startup people. And sometimes when you go too fast, the structure is built, but the inside is hollow and it comes crashing down because there isn't any life. Um, and, you know, I think that more and more of us as you said, you, you know, you believe that people are awakening and thank God in my mind, um, are kind of learning how to value the balance, the paradox, also who they're actually being. Is it moving too fast and why were they motivated from? Is it from the outside or is it from the inside? Um, I think people are wanting to be able to learn how to manage and work with the insane emotions that come up when you get online with that, when you when you first have that awareness of like, oh shit, I'm doing this and this isn't really how I want to be operating, but how do I get out or how do I shift it or how do I change it? And then getting into that place of this process of kind of slowing down so that you can really grow. It, it reminds me of Butoh's dance many years ago. I, I remember learning, um, you know, we would have to do this dance practice where understanding from the self dance fast on the outside but slow on the inside and then reverse it and feel the complete difference in approach and yet understanding by having both of those approaches approaches how we can meet in the middle and understand the importance of all of it just really really fascinating um anyway um wow just really really incredible i love that acceptance integration be in the process be in the process try not to resist yeah. look at the core anything um, else and um, for me we're so focused in in you know in the destination mm. so obsessed in the destination no? it's just and as you say enjoy the process you know there's a in, uh, in Spain, there's like a pilgrimage. Mm -hmm. it's, I think it's, it's called Same Same Way mm. uh, Camino. Yes, uh -huh. it's famous. So you know the the point is to arrive to like this uh, cathedral in Santiago, mm -hmm. Compostela, and the pilgrimage comes from different kind of different places in the world. You know, like there's many options. No, it's different different ways to. But they say that the point is El Camino, the point is the way, you know, the, the journey, you know, the, where you experience, where you can reflect, where, you know, and, and that's the thing, is walking, usually people do it horse and bicycles and stuff, but that's the point, I think, you know, just destination, we're going to die. Mm -hmm. for, right. sure, for sure. For sure. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I don't know, maybe in 100 years they invent something, but for the moment, we're going to die. <laughs> so that's the thing, I think, if we're in a hurry, hurry to work, mm -hmm. you know? So the thing is, let's enjoy the journey, let's, 
you know, connect, quality, you know, and I think for me the future, you mentioned the future, the future needs to be more focused in quality than in quantity. You know, this, this, uh, this guy, Christian Febler, mm -hmm. he, uh, he's a guy from Austria and uh, he brought a book um, called The Economy of the Commonwealth. No, and then he 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 presents a new paradigm, no? Because he said, from his point of view, is capitalism is is over, communism didn't work. Mm -hmm. So he tried kind of like combine some ideas, no? Mm -hmm. And and the idea is to change a bit the paradigm, no? Like right now, uh, he said, no, the paradigm paradigm that we have mm -hmm. is more, mm -hmm. no? And he 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 says like let's change it for better. Mm -hmm. No, you're more, more, more. I have, I have a piece of land. I want bigger. I want bigger. I don't have money. I want more, and that's sustainable. Mm -hmm. But if you know, if we don't develop technology to go to other planets and keep like consuming things there, we need to manage what we what we what we still have here. No? Mm -hmm. So yeah, I believe also change of paradigm. I mm -hmm. think is is gonna be necessary. Yeah. In the new world. Yeah, I I'm I'm completely on board with that. Thank you so much, Pere. Like, I love quality versus quantity and just the deep wisdom that you hold and that you're sharing. It's really beautiful. If people wanted to check out um, more about Fractal Change or how to get in touch with you or kind of explore and be a part of some of the programs that you have, what would be the best way to contact? I think they can access to our website. Mm -hmm. uh, there's, uh, there's a contact there. Okay. So our website is www.fractalchange.org mm -hmm. that they can contact us or they can learn more about us. Yeah. Great. So fractalchange.org. That sounds great. And um, again, thank you so much for sharing here. It's beautiful to have you here. I'm so glad you're on this planet alive right now. I feel <laughs> very, 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 very lucky. And um I wish you all the greatest on helping you inspire people to be right here, right now, and to get to the core of what really makes them come alive in their own original essence. Thank you for all that you do and inspire. Thank you. Thank you for the invitation. It's been a pleasure to be here, and it's been an awesome time with you. And thank you for your <laughs> presence and uh, for you. It's thank my you. pleasure. And thank you, everybody out there, for listening. It's really great to have you here. Uh, feel free to leave a comment, like this, spread the word, and let's continue to think about the new world that we're creating and how we're showing up to create that world. I'll catch you next week for another episode of New World Voices. Everybody take care and as best as you can, hey, love yourself and love one another because you know what? It doesn't hurt. Take care, everybody. <laughs>